What's up, gentlemen? This is Rising Phoenix Podcast, a podcast about how to rise up after your divorce. I'm your host, divorce coach, Michael Rhodes. Let's get into it. What are we going to call it? I think I, I thought the discourse was a good... The discourse? I think what I'm going to do, because I've been thinking a lot about this. And I, uh, as I stated on the, on the last episode, I want to put this on YouTube. But I don't think I'm going to... I've been sort of thinking about that. I thought, you know, actually today on the way here, I was thinking about... It's going to look disjointed on... Um, on Apple and Spotify and all that, it's gonna like it's gonna jump around from like, like if this is episode ninety four or whatever, I think I'm on ninety three. So yeah, this would be last 94. one was ninety three. So, but if that's not on Spotify, then ninety five is, or then maybe it's two of these, and then uh, okay. So what I think I'm going to do, this is this is my thoughts. I think we're gonna call this the the discourse episodes. And leave it numbered sequentially. Oh, and but using the the, the, the denotation. Yes, the discourse episodes. Yes, um, and we, and we'll throw in with Chris and Mike. Um, and I'm Chris. He's Mike. That's true. And I think um, what I'm going to do is the audio version will be a certain uh, time period, not the whole episode, and it'll say for the rest of the episode please hit our hit the youtube channel oh yeah and you can divide it up that way okay yeah it should be pretty easy um the editing is actually really not that hard sometimes video can be tricky if you want to cut something out because yeah. audio is super easy you just take a you cough you take you know right. you see a spike in the in the audio and you just cut that little chunk out video is tricky because it'll, i don't see much need with no our discourse Yes. For no. Video editing. No, not at all. Uh, what you see is what you get. Yeah, and I've been honestly, that's the way I've been approaching it mostly for a while now. It's pretty authentic that way. I don't I mean, yes, but also I'm kind of lazy. Okay. <laughs> and I got a lot of shit going on. It's just it's just it's just easier, mm -hmm. honestly. And and I'm past the point of giving a fuck about my ums and my ahs yeah, and my because that really doesn't matter. No, nobody that. cares. I I listened to one. It was one of the episodes. I think it was a live one that I did in the divorce support for men group, and I said um seven hundred thousand times, <laughs> and I said that in in the Discord, and and Scott was like, I didn't even notice. I'm like, I definitely did, but if you don't, I mean, no one else said anything. And you know what? You probably have a lot of regular listeners that it's second nature to them to hear it. It's yeah. just not a thing. You tune it out. I'm not a. I like public speaking. I like doing this stuff, but I'm not a polished professional by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just I'm not, and I'm okay with that because yeah. that's not wasn't and isn't a goal to right. be polished. It's just to be honest. Yep. Um, so on on that note, you the the, the point of this I think, uh, and this will probably the point, evolve. The point of this discourse, yes, is to review the episodes and talk about them mm -hmm. and then uh, through the course of that stuff will come up other things oh, will come up we're gonna rabbit hole like crazy for sure and so this this first one is i guess a review of episode one and you you listen to some notes i listened myself recently um and have some thoughts about it and i think there are some things that have changed I don't know. I don't think dramatically, but there's some things that have changed. Oh yeah, there's been evolutions. Yeah, but some things have remained the same, which is, um, you know, the core mission. I think has always been the same. Yeah. 
So um, I would encourage anybody watching this or listening to this to go back and listen to episode one, maybe even before you hear us do this talk. Yeah. So if you want to pause this now or whatever, yep. check that out. But uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. But like he said, don't worry. It's going to, this is going to keep going. This is a discourse, this conversation. Yeah. It's uh, going to, with intent, try to help content become more relatable. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be interesting to get sort of um, our, I don't want to say layman's because that's not right. Our in the trenches view of what professionals, is. I mean, though, yes. all episodes are going to be interesting, but I think the ones where it's Dr. MC McDonald or the, the yeah. Alex, the uh, neuroscientist, like to, to take what they say and sort of boil it down or, um, to, I don't know, um, not say, again, not simplify, not boil it down, just make it for like us. Yeah. <laughs> Normal, regular dudes. It sounds cliche to say layman's terms, but yeah. it's kind of what it is. Yeah. And I mean, I feel to the best of our ability. Yeah. I feel comfortable calling it layman's terms because I'm not a fucking neuroscientist or a trauma researcher or, I mean, I admire these people so greatly, but it's just that many of these issues we've lived. Yeah, for sure. And they, and they have, although I know some have, and, and that's it's always good to get that perspective. But I also wonder sometimes if people that are clinically trained, even though they went through something similar, if they still different uh, experience it differently because of their training. Yeah. I don't Either know. experience it differently or it's com- the subject matter is completely unrelatable because they never actually lived it. They've been trained very yeah. well in it, but not it's difference in knowing and really yeah. knowing. Yeah. Well, that's what someone said to me the other day about my coaching. One of the guys in my program, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a therapist. He's like, no dude, you're not, you're a coach. You lived it. That's a big difference. Yeah. And, I, and I agree. I think there's, but there's places for both of it, but that's why I like to, to reach out to these people and get their really fucking, big, beautiful brains input on these things. Right. So it, it can, it can give me knowledge and then I can figure out how does that apply or how does that make yeah. sense to me? Yeah. Um, but if I didn't, because if I didn't have that, I think I would have, I know I would have struggled uh, more than I did it, without, you know, therapy and, and, you know, obviously I dove into some things, but just even therapy alone, like you, you, there's so much to be gained from it. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that it doesn't mean it's, it's they're always going to be able to speak to you in a way that's uh, relatable because they haven't been through it. So, yeah, I think most people, you and I, for sure, we've had discussions about it. Even during the course of an interview with you, with somebody it's I'm automatically going back to my experience in that topic or that subject and how it worked out for me. And boy, if, if had I followed that, if I'd known that and followed that advice back then, how would, and then I'm like, okay, then how can I apply it now? And I, I you know, deep, deep thinking. And that's why I, lo- I love the idea of going back to <coughs> stuff because I'll have moments of shittiness or whatever, yeah. and I'll forget some of the shit that MC McDonald said yeah. or that Alex Corb said or that um, Katie. The second, I mean, th- there's so many people that, and you get so much knowledge and information. It's, sometimes it could be fucking hard to remember. Like, oh yeah, do that thing. Yeah. Or there's I, a trick there. There's, yeah, yeah. Well, like the like anxiety, I don't get it too much, but like the breathing exercise with that uh, with Amber, the the breath work specialist. I can't, yeah. I can't remember what her, 
I forget. Yeah, I don't remember what she said. I just know that it was helpful at the time, you know, it, or, or I would apply it if I needed it. But it's been so long that I, I forget. That's why it's recorded and you can go back to it. Yeah, well, and that's, you know, that's a, an interesting part of this whole process is going back and listening. It's because I've done it now on a couple of episodes where right. I just wanted to check in and just, and it's, you know, when you first do it, or when I first did it, I was very like, going back and listening was always kind of weird. I can remember I would listen to a few minutes and I would turn it off and I'd go walk away. Yeah. Cause I was like, this is fucking weird. I'm listening from to me. The, from the beginning, it's the sound of your own voice. It's, yes. Th that's it. That's it. And like, <laughs> and, that, and there's also some, some doubts. You're like, no, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, yeah. I'm like does that yeah. make any sense? Is that, is that, does anyone going to want to, is anyone going to want to hear this shit? Uh, Am I making any kind of, yeah. And so I, I've definitely grown past that because you I had to, yeah, it was, it was like, well, you want to put this shit out. You got to, but uh, it, it's also evolved because in, in the beginning, once I got comfortable, then it was like, okay, let me find every um and all and get it, get rid of it. Now I don't give two shits, man. <laughs> I don't care. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't care. So let's touch on some of the notes that you have. I took a couple notes. Yeah. About uh, some observations. Cause I've obviously um, those, uh, some of you guys probably have no idea who I am. Um, and that's okay. Uh, but maybe if you've listened to a lot of what Mike says, you'll find he mentions me <laughs> he does. quite a bit. Well, listen, I'm, you're my Yoda to uh, to my Luke Skywalker. Yes, yes. And the, <laughs> or, or, or Ben Kenobi, whichever one. I kind of like Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> They're about to me, too. But that, yeah, so. I mean, your, his, your saying is top in mind. didn't work out too good. No, it did not. <laughs> Poor fella. Um, <laughs> But your sayings pop in my head frequently. Uh, it's uh, when you don't know what to do, don't do anything. Oh, it's, that's that's a, me. That's a staple of thought. Yes, that hits me often. Um, I'll, I will tell people that because it's wise advice. It's such. It, it really is. It's so yeah. simple. It's a it simple is. little proverb thing. Of yeah. I think we're all conditioned. Um, at, uh, not all. I, I'm going to generalize because that's what I do. Uh, I think most men have the. The normal response in a crisis situation to take action. Yeah. Uh, I, most men I know. I'm, I'm not saying there's there's exceptions to that rule for sure. sure. But most men I know um, have a crisis situation. I'm going to take action. Yeah. Uh, and when you're used to doing that, I, I've always been used to doing that. Uh, when, and then when I was faced with my separation, my divorce, uh, immediately that yeah. that rule of thumb kicked in in my brain, and I wanted to take action on every issue to try to make it right, make it better. And um, quickly learned that taking action without really knowing what to do always, every time got me in trouble. Well, yeah, it, because and this is something that has really been refined and honed within me over these three and a half years. You're not in your right state of mind. Yeah. You can't make good decisions. It's not fucking possible. No. When you were that distraught and how, or... And think of how much we've learned now about, yes. about the different parts of your brain. Yes. That yes. work through a lot of the guests that you've had over yep. these last year or two. Yep. Um, we know the different parts of our brain function certain ways in crisis situations and parts of them shut down. And yep. we get... It's, it's just not possible. To, so therefore, yeah. when you don't know what to do, even if you don't think you know what to do and you're in an emotionally compromised state, don't do anything. Um, you'll no. make way less. You, hey, it might bite you in the butt, but you'll make way less errors. 
for sure. Doing it that way. So. But, but it's hard because you're, that, again, we're conditioned to yeah. like, let's, yeah. I got I to gotta do something. No, exactly. No, you got to do don't. something. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just got to do nothing. Yes. And we're so clouded by anger, which is one of the first things uh, I noticed <laughs> um, uh, from listening back and thinking through some of the points you made in your first episode. Um, and we can highlight some of the things for sure that have sort of shown through and carried through the, the, the whole journey. Yeah. Um, one of the very first things you mentioned when you first came on air with this was the idea of countering the thought process that anger is the only way. Yeah. Um, how many times you and I in phone calls and different conversations talk about this, the, the whole thing, and you guys have probably heard this and we'll, we'll keep beating this dead horse because it really means something. Society norms, societal norms and what we've been trained and taught that we as men are okay with is, okay, emotions, you can show anger and you can show happiness. And the other stuff you feel, we don't even want to teach you how to name it, let alone uh, express it properly. Uh, And the whole time since then, you know, you've touched on that same exact topic of Many, many, many times through many podcasts. Well, and it's because it's unfortunate, but it's because I see it so often, especially in that larger divorce support for men group. Yeah, I see the anger so very often and the bitterness. Yeah, and it's sad to me. And and but but I understand it. It's just so frustrating. I don't know. I mean, listen, what how much what you can only do what you can do. Like I can only put it out there, but. I put it out there so much because I see it so much. And I don't, I don't know what will change that. I don't know. It's not necessarily my mission, although, I mean, in some ways it's a part of it, but it's, it's because that's, that's what I see so very often. And it, I just don't want to see that. I don't want I don't want to see men being just so bitter and angry and just, how can you have any joy in your life? If you're angry all the time, all the time. Hey, earlier tonight, you and I were talking, and I thought I was talking about my personal journey with anger. Uh, you're going to hear me, uh, as long as we keep doing this, guys, you're going to hear me make movie references. That's my thing. It's one of my things. Uh, <laughs> the first Marvel Avengers movie, uh, when Bruce Banner shows up in New York City, and uh, they were talking about him changing into the Hulk, and he looked back and he said, well, that's my secret. Uh, I'm always angry. Uh, and I think me personally, that's the way I'm built. I'm always angry. So I, on you know, on the inside, you know, I've I've mentored guys and talked to guys in the past, and they talk about anger, and, and it's they're almost ashamed of it, and mm-hmm. want to talk, you know, ask me about it, and I'm like, you know, I've said it more than once. Me and anger, we go way back. <laughs> we go way back. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's a constant state of recognizing it, controlling it. It comes out as anger every time. Uh, I want to say it's a societal conditioning mm-hmm. that has got me to that point, you know, as, a, as an adult. Yeah. And uh, from here on out, it's almost like always going to be a constant work in progress of, okay, I've got an emotion occurring here. Yeah. It's manifesting as anger. Um, and I'm, I have all these switches in my mind and I'm checking and, uh, flipping on, flipping off, trying to understand, okay, where is this anger coming from? What is it? And do my damnedest to identify it uh, with it. And 
once I can identify what's causing this anger, yeah. well, it's, you know what, it's actually sadness. It's yeah. actually grief. It's actually, um, I was rubbed the wrong way. Right. I, I, I was offended. Right. Uh, but I let it carry too far. And instead of identifying what it is that my actual feelings were hurt. Yeah. Well, that, and that's usually, that's the big one for me. My feelings were hurt. That's yeah. all it really is. Yep. But yet I want to immediately blood pressure wants to skyrocket yeah. anger. It's the default lashing out. Yep. Yeah. It's the default. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, again, it's, it's, it's sad. And I, you know, I, I get it. I, I, I am it. I was it. I, I think I think the most important part is something you, you, you just said. It's sort of like being being mindful of, of where you're at and then asking yourself some questions. Like, why am I? What What's really going on? And that's just it just takes, you know, when you when when I say it, when other people say, you know, mindfulness is so important. I know people probably think about monks like Om in the fucking Himalayas or whatever, but that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about being your your mind will do a lot of crazy fucking things. Oh yeah. But if you don't pay attention to it and sort of keep it in check, you, you're at a huge disadvantage. You're on autopilot, and that and unfortunately that autopilot is fucking anger. Usually, most of the time. No, yeah, I get it. But if if you're not at least asking yourself, paying attention to your thoughts and asking yourself some questions, what I find most helpful, what I found most helpful for me, was always asking myself. And I, and I do it to this day. Is that, is that a helpful thought? Right. And a lot of times it's like, no. So if I find myself beating myself up or, or if I'm angry or whatever, I'm always sort of analyzing, like, are these thoughts helpful? Yeah. Or, 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 and, and then it could be, well, no, but okay. So then what's behind it? What's really going on here? Yeah. You can't ignore shit. Yep, exactly. And I can recall even in my own personal journey, I can recall way back when, when, my soon-to-be ex at that time would uh, something an issue would arise, and obviously my first default was anger, and I wanted to lash out. Yeah. I can remember training myself and getting to the point where I was relatively proficient at it, of looking at the situation. You know, I used to think, you know, I'm using I'm you know, I'm using the left side of my brain here, logic, yeah. um, and. Think of it like a chess game. What good could come of me behaving in this manner? Yeah. What always weigh it against the what good could come meter? Yeah. Um, if I say this, if I yeah. do this, what what is the good that can come? And most of the time, um, the good that I was concerned with was the welfare and good of my children. Yeah. And what was going to come out of my mouth, or what actions I was going to pr- produce, I knew each one of them was going to affect their future, their present and their future. So the, the what good is it meter? Yeah. Well, and I think this, to me, it comes down to maturity. Yeah. Let's be honest. If you're able to ask these questions, to, to check your thoughts, to, to be mindful, I think that means you're a fucking adult. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you act. That's uh, a good point. With, with abandoned towards your anger, just like fucking, she said this. And I, I, I've gotten to the point where, and, I, and you know, I'm not perfect. I, I still have my struggles and all that kind of good shit. But I, when, when those, when I see that, it's, it's, it's feels and, and, and I see it very clearly as childish. Yeah. It's like I could, I could not disagree. A kid 
you know, stomping his fucking feet because he's not getting what he wants. And I just don't have any. I'm 45 years old, bro. I don't want to be a child. No. I mean, listen, again, feelings come up and, and you're going to have these things. You're going to be mad. You're going to get angry. You're going to people are going to do shit to piss you off. But but if you take the time to process and deal and handle and not put your shit on other people like a child, that's what children do. Yeah, and I think it, it, it's 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 really a part part of growing up that I think comes with learning about your emotions and what and how to how to handle them and process them and deal yeah. with them and not just go into your default. I'm mad. Yep. You know? and, and yeah, because once you find yourself in that state, mm-hmm. now you got to figure out how to vent it because it's you know it, it's already progressed to that point, and now you got to work with that and and and. And then once you have that work with, you got to figure out what the true feeling was yeah. that got you there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause then you can deal with it. You, yeah. you get to the heart of the matter. You're like, okay, this is what's really going on. Yep. Then you can, it's, it's, it's like any problem you find the source or, or, or the, the, you know, the, the real reason you can actually, you can yeah. actually do something about it instead of just spinning your wheels. That's when you can take action. Yeah. Well, and, and I yeah. think the real action is the action you do in yourself. Yeah. Oh, in your own heart and your own mind. Oh, yeah. yeah to, uh, to, be a better, to be a better human being. Yeah, 100%. I mean, so. it's, it, and it's hard. I, you know, I hear guys all the time, you know, struggling with things. And this whole process is hard. And, and it's hard to try and be logical or grown up or whatever when you're also dealing with all this pain and this loss. The remainder of this episode can be found on the Rising Phoenix Podcast YouTube channel. The Discourse episodes will be released in full on YouTube only. Please join us there. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Since my separation in July of 2019, I have done an incredible amount of work on myself. I've had many different therapists, life coaches, and went through different programs. I've taken all that I've learned and put it into my own program called Forged by Fire. If you are interested in having me help you navigate your divorce, please hit my website, risingphoenixdivorcecoach.com. I look forward to working with you.